Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to The Morning Buzz. My name is Beth, and I am coming to you from Pennsylvania. This morning, it is sunshiny outside, and me and Basil and my favorite human is here with me today. My husband will be joining me on this podcast. His name is Chris. I'm sure that a lot of you got to meet him on our previous podcast together. If you haven't gotten to check that out, please check out our previous podcast. Um, But today I woke up this morning thinking about sunflowers. And my sister she is, I'm the oldest of six kids, so my sister is the next sister closest to me in age, and her and I are so similar in like every way, shape, form, and fashion, and um, we get each other. We laugh, and we just can really communicate on this next level. I'm sure that if, it, if I could use the facial identification on my phone, her face recognition would probably unlock my phone, but I just woke up thinking about sunflowers and how much joy and happiness they bring to your yard. Well, a while back, my sister decided to do this little project with her little son. And um, they were going to plant sunflowers in her yard. So she has really become an incredible gardener. And she has planted things just from seeds from, you know, fruits and vegetables she gets to the grocery from the grocery store to ordering seeds online. So she gets this package of sunflower seeds and they get these little pods ready to go on her windowsill, you know, like the little planter boxes, but the little ones that you start the seeds off in. And she's just throwing seeds in left and right and they're getting these ready to go and and uh, she's sitting there with her son and one day she just sees a whole bunch of sprouts happen in one of the little containers where a couple of seeds had gone in. Well, unbeknownst to her, she didn't know that the seeds that she planted in these little containers that she had then transferred all along her back fence line and in front of her home were called Goliath sunflowers. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever driven down the road in the spring or the summer in Texas or maybe somewhere up here on the East Coast, but... Those sunflowers are huge. Some of them get the height of a home. So she has these all over her backyard fence line and in front of her house. And she has toddlers for children. Can you imagine how big these are going to be? It's going to be like, honey, I shrunk the kids with these sunflowers. So when you plant something, and my sister and I couldn't stop laughing, but when you plant something, and you plant it in the ground, and you take care of it, and you love it, and you see it grow, there's no telling how big it's going to get. Now, she had a package that said Goliath sunflowers, but she'd never grown this before. She had no idea how big they were going to actually get and how many were going to grow. So Chris and I are going to hop into the word today, and he's going to talk to you a little bit about his gardening experience growing up, as he grew up where they did a lot of gardening. Unlike me, I kill aloe vera plants. It's pretty sad. So I'm going to read from scripture, and in this part of scripture, we're going to go to Luke, and it's we're going to resonate in Luke chapter 13, and this is where... 
um, the Galileans... Uh, blood was just spilt left and right by Pilate, and he had left them just mingled. They were they were sacrifices left and right, and Jesus was being questioned and talked to by some of the disciples. And and go all the way down over here. We're going to go to verse eighteen. And, um, well, actually we'll start at verse 17 and it says, and when he said these things and his adversaries were put to shame and all the multitude rejoiced for the glorious things that were done by him. And then he said, and this is red letter, what is the kingdom of God like? And what shall I compare it to? It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and put in his garden And it grew and became a large tree, and the birds of the air nested in its branches. So I kind of started thinking, you know, we don't know what kind of seeds we're planting in our life either. We don't know what God is going to do with something that we plant in our life. And we don't don't get the the luxury of having a seed packet to know what's going to grow when we plant a seed with God, when we hide something in the soil with God, we don't know what's going to come to fruition. But I would like to invite on now my husband, and he and I are going to talk with y'all kind of about the here and now culture and kind of what goes on with the here and now culture and how this seed planting idea is just kind of rogue. So without further ado, welcome to my husband. Hey, good morning, everybody. Um, so Beth asked me to, to talk on this a little bit because I grew up, although I don't claim to be a gardener by any means, um, I did grow up in that, uh, area, in that mindset. Uh, every year I watched my grandfather, um, and he would, he would go out there and he would till the ground and he would prep it, and then he would go back out and he would plant rows and rows and rows of whatever it was that he was wanting to plant, whether it was turnip greens or onions or potatoes or tomatoes or cabbage or just you name it. I mean, he pretty much grew everything. Um, but it was it was a process, and it was not something that just happened. And that's something that I feel like just is kind of a lost concept with the, with the exception of the, the few people in this, in our society that still know what it's like to garden. The, the idea of gardening and actually growing your own food is kind of a lost concept. And there's a reason that Jesus references faith and heaven in the context of gardening. It's because you, the planting of the seed, you don't just drop it in the ground and walk away and, and hope for the best. You have to tend to it. You have to water it. You have to make sure that you're, you know, keeping the insects off of it the best you can, the birds, the, you know, everything. So your faith is kind of the same thing. You you can't just throw out a prayer and then be like, well, it didn't grow. I don't know. It uh, just, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You have to stay faithful and you, you have to stay um, attentive to it, I guess. And with today's society, we've gotten so used to everything just being immediate. Um, You know, I'm turning 40 this year, and I feel like I've become that person looking at the new generation going, man, you guys don't know what it's like. Because 
you know, we hear it all the time. Our kids, for example, have a, a five-second window where they're not actively doing something. And what do you hear? I'm bored. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> bored. I need what? I need to. I need a screen. I need a tablet. I need you know whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I, they're trying to find something on TV, and it, it's just that. It's it's the world of fast food. It's the world of go and pick it up. It's not even go pick it up anymore. It's being b- literally brought Another. to your house to where people don't even leave. And when you think about life and growing up in this world the way it is, where everything is immediate and there's no effort that gets put into um, into anything, it's easy to to see how hard the idea of being in the faith can be to this new generation. And I don't, I mean, I think a lot of it too. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think a lot of it too is just like that seed time and harvest, you know, when it goes in the ground, that's when God's growing you, you know, whenever you pray for something or you're expecting of something and God says to be expectant of good things, you know, that's our inheritance from the kingdom of God, you know, and when we, when we're burying things in the ground and we cover it with the soil to protect it from the elements, you know, when we put it in the ground and we're waiting, that's a hard season. You know, when we are watching these little, our little um, planters out there and we're like, oh my gosh, it's never going to sprout. It's never going to sprout. It's never going to sprout like Bailey with her tomato plant. You know, and then finally when it sprouts. Then how much joy do you get whenever you see that little green? That little sprout, mm-hmm. right? And I think too, like like with, with, um, with Annie, like with her, um, with her Goliath sunflowers, she didn't know how big and beautiful they were going to be, you know, and how God can just take your unexpectations because they, she didn't have an expectation, you know, how he can take our unexpectations and make them just, you know, huge and massive and how he can grow his garden with just our little bit of faith. When we don't have this, you know, this is what I want, you know, because the word says, for I know the plans I have for mm-hmm. you. I know, you know, and he knows the desires of our heart. Yeah. You, the, the idea of just being able to put that faith and, and know that, that God has your back and that it may not be exactly what you thought it was going to be and the way that you thought it was going to go. But ultimately, he takes everything that happens and makes it for good. But you don't just plant the seed and forget about it either. No. I mean, you have to water it. <clears throat> you have to water the seed. You have to turn the soil you know, mm-hmm. you have to turn the soil. You have to make sure that you're keeping the critters away, right? And I think, like, that kind of goes along with God's word, too, you know? Y- you have to keep the Holy Spirit on your life. You know, you have to be prayerful. You can't just, like you like you just said, you can't just pray one time and then forget about it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you have to keep on praying about it, keep on knocking on God's door. You know, the Bible says, knock on it, you know, knock on it shall be open to you, seek and you shall find, you know? Um, or asking, you know, that whole scripture in Matthew, I can't remember exactly. Asking it shall be given to you, seeking you shall find, knock and the door will be opened unto you. You know, and I just feel like, you know, and then we water it, but then we have to, but then we have to dig it up. Mm-hmm. You know, then there's the part of having to dig it up. That's hard. Yeah. That's stretching. Don't you think so? I mean, I remember the first time Bree went and pulled greens with your mom. Mm-hmm. It's work. I mean, she was sweating. She was so tired, <laughs> you know, and she looked at us like, I don't know that 
I can do this anymore. You know, and Bailey was down there at the other end, like wiping her face, and she had like mm, that you know, dirt all over them. Yeah, but I mean, that's that is a, that is seeing it through to the end, mm-hmm. and you have to see God's plan all the way through to the end if you want it's, to. See it's it. not always easy. Life is not always easy, and that's no. the. I guess that's kind of the a big part of the point is that it takes work and and anything worthwhile is worth waiting for. And then once the plant comes, then if you don't dig it up, then you have to prune it. You know, then you have to prune the plant. And you know, that's something else. It's hard to be pruned. You know, it's hard it's hard to be pruned. It's hard to cut off branches. You know, and I think in that way, too, it's hard to, once you've gotten, you know, the plan or once the plans come to fruition, you know, then God starts to, you know, take things away, take things, take things off your life, you know, cut things off. You know, God is the master gardener. And when you're like, wait a minute, I really wanted that relationship or wait a minute, I really wanted that friendship or I really wanted that job. Mm -hmm. But you realize God's pruning you. God could see the rot that was starting to happen and he was ultimately saving you from it. You know, Chris and I always say, it's funny because we move a lot because of of Chris's job, but we always say that right before we have to move, God always makes us uncomfortable where we're at. Mm -hmm. And that's when we know it's time to go. Yeah. And we feel that way in jobs too. I mean, you do, you know that that's just how it's always been. Like right whenever God's getting ready to move you, don't feel like... The uncomfortable is a bad thing. Sometimes God's allowing you to feel uncomfortable in the situation where you're at. Just like when the roots get agitated in the ground, right? It's because it needs to go into a bigger pot, right? Sometimes God's really grown you or it's just time for God to replant you and the roots get agitated. And Chris and I have said this always since the day we got together. You know, sometimes when we feel agitated or we feel like the place where we're at is just... Well, how would you how would you describe it? I mean, that's just frustrating. It's just frustrating. Yeah. yeah, it's just not working out. And it's easy to fall into that dark that dark cloud of being like, "Oh, it's not going the way I want it to. It's not going right. Everything's going right. wrong." Poor me. And then you just fall into that pit and you get, you know, you fall into despair, you get depressed. Maybe not depressed, depressed, but you get to some level, you get sad or bummed out or angry or whatever angry, it is. Yeah. And it is hard to stay positive sometimes but no matter what no matter what happens you just have to you have to kind of shake it off you have to look at it as okay there's a reason for this yeah there's a I don't understand it I don't know what it is right now but I'm faithful I know that there is a reason and ultimately the reason is going to be good and then one day when that reason reveals itself to you you go oh that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. I get it now. Those O moments are, they're hard to have too. But you have to stay positive. You have to keep a good mindset. Um, you know, the, the silver lining concept of just remember there's always a good, there's always something better to come from it. And, um, and just keep your faith, keep your faith in God. And remember that a healthy tree bears fruit too. I mean, don't forget that too. A healthy plant bears fruit a healthy plant reproduces right so like you don't want to be in a season of your life where you're just a plant just sat in soil you know and the soil's just stagnant around you always be looking for ways to grow the kingdom of god always be looking for ways to serve you know be happy soil 
you know, be a happy plant, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not going to be happy if you're not serving in some way because we were created to serve. We mm-hmm. were created to love. So, I mean, that's just what I woke up thinking about today. And I appreciate you talking about that with me. Thanks for having me. I love you. I love you too. I hope that you guys have a wonderful afternoon. And thanks for hanging out with me today on The Morning Buzz.